This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, September 27th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. Time running low on farm bill talks. Pressure, don't panic, farmers advised. U.S.-Japan talks raise hopes of a deal. November now is the target for the agreement on farm policy, and the clock is ticking. Farm bill negotiators insist that they are committed to trying to pass farm bill by the end of the year. But we should be clear, time is running out on the negotiators, even if it's still September. The House is breaking for the midterm elections at the end of this week, and it's not all clear how much of a lame duck session there will be in November and December. Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts of Kansas told AgriPulse yesterday that the negotiators need to have the final legislation ready shortly after the election to have a chance of passing it. But wait, meeting that goal won't be easy, according to former House Ag Chairman Frank Lugas. He said in an interview that it will take at least two weeks to get the bill text nailed down. So that means that the negotiators need to reach an agreement in the first half of October in order to have a bill ready in November. Can they do it? Well, theoretically, yes. But the negotiators have no plans to meet next week. They still haven't closed out at least 10 of the 12 titles. And they haven't gotten to the toughest issue of all, that work requirements for SNAP recipients. Lucas says the impasse over SNAP remains the biggest barrier to a deal and that the negotiators must make some progress on that issue soon. Now keep in mind, the SNAP dispute must be settled between House Ag Chairman Mike Conaway and Senate Ag Committee top Democrat Debbie Stabenow. Their relationship has been rocky and there's no indication that they've gotten anywhere. Lucas, farm groups should pressure negotiators. Lucas says it's too early for farm groups to worry about what might happen if the farm bill doesn't get done this year and Democrats take over the House. He said, I don't think there's a need for anybody in farm country to panic yet, but they need to lean into their members of Congress back home and, for that matter, their senators back home. At the same time, Lucas expressed confidence in how a Democratic Congress would handle farm programs. Colin Peterson, who would regain the chairmanship of the Agriculture Committee if Democrats take over the House, is a practical legislator, and Pat Roberts would still have considerable leverage in the Senate even if he loses the Ag chairmanship, that according to Lucas. U.S. and Japan trade talks offer hope for Ag trade. The U.S. and Japanese announcement that the countries will begin talks on a free trade agreement is a much-wanted bright spot for the U.S. ag sector. Weighed down by uncertainty over the contentious NAFTA renegotiation and escalating tariffs between the U.S. and China, a comprehensive trade pact with Japan that slashes tariffs could boost U.S. exports of beef, pork, wheat, potatoes, and other ag commodities by billions of dollars. A welcome development for the U.S. farm sector that's suffering from falling revenues, low prices, and lower exports. The U.S. has been asking Japan for a bilateral FTA ever since President Trump pulled out of the Trans-Pacific Partnership, a formerly 12-nation pact that included Japan and the U.S. Now the remaining 11 countries are moving forward without the U.S., Without a U.S.-Japan pact, U.S. wheat farmers say they'll lose a lot of money. Japan currently relies on the U.S. for half of its wheat imports, but that market is at risk because Japan is set to cut tariffs on wheat from Australia and Canada under the TPP. 
The announcement today to further expand trade and investment between the United States and Japan in a mutually beneficial manner has the potential to eliminate a dangerous vulnerability for U.S. wheat farmers. That's the word of the U.S. Wheat Associates they offered yesterday. USDA FDA funding bill stalls. President Trump says he'll sign a stopgap spending bill to keep the government open when the new fiscal year starts Monday. The House gave final congressional approval yesterday to a continuing resolution that was packaged with the FY19 funding bills for the Pentagon and Departments of Labor and Health and Human Services. A separate package of spending bills that includes funding for USDA, FDA, EPA, and the Interior Department won't get passed until after the midterm elections. But the chairman of the House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee, Robert Adderholt, says negotiators are close to a deal on a policy rider providing for regulation of cell-derived or lab-grown meat. Adderholt of Alabama also says the final package will include a Senate provision continuing the ban on slaughter of horses. Judge asked to block WOTUS in 22 states. Farm groups are asking a federal judge in Georgia to prohibit the Obama-era Waters of the U.S. rule from being enforced in 22 states where it still applies. Different court rulings have left the nation divided when it comes to the 2015 Waters rule. Courts have enjoined it in 28 states, but it's still in place in 22. This is a deeply troubling state of affairs, the American Farm Bureau Federation and other groups argued at a brief filed with the Georgia court. A rule this fundamental to the Clean Water Act's regulatory scheme should not apply in a patchwork manner, nor indeed should it apply at all. Well, the states where the rule still has the force of law include California, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Illinois, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Tennessee, Vermont, Virginia, and Washington, as well as the District of Columbia. The Office of Management and Budget has been reviewing a proposed rule to repeal WOTUS since mid-June. Here's today's He Said It. Today's announcement is further proof that President Trump's approach to trade, standing strong for American interests and bringing other countries to the table, will benefit our entire economy, including the agriculture sector. That the word of Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue on the plan for U.S. and Japan trade talks. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, September 27th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.